Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is Colin McGuigan for IFL TV. Edward, it's actually been a while since I interviewed you. I can't remember the last... Actually, it would have been Orlando. You're now a men's health columnist. You're everywhere, mate. Where have you been? I have been on a few weeks off. Went to Vegas. Went to the Sphere oh. to see you two. Unbelievable, what mate. What a life. What a life. Also, we have to say, stunning but murky backdrop this morning here in Monte Carlo. Monaco? Beautiful place. Uh, the the rain has set in, unfortunately, ahead of a massive night on Saturday. Welcome back, Colm. It's good to see you. Delighted that you are fully engaged in Movember. Now, yeah, it, it's good, isn't it? With the tash. You should be doing that too, to be fair. Yeah, I might do it. I'm a bit late now. I don't know. Where are we? Nah, November 2nd. Yeah, okay. Might do that. Edward, we're back in Monaco. Obviously, this... Wow, look at that rain. This was like a, a big thing for a couple of years. Then there's that little break. You delighted to be back? Yeah, the break was COVID and it, it was a killer because it was one of our favourite events. Um, it's a really unique event. Quite strange when you're watching it because 300 people all in tuxedos. Uh, Prince Albert, many royalty there as well. And it's a tough event as well, I think, to make sure you're ready to perform at the highest level because it's a different kind of environment. The good news for Joe Caldina is he boxed here before. He uh, he had a great win here a few years ago, but it is it is a difficult environment to fight in. You know, it's not like walking out in front of 10,000, you know, crazy fans. So you've got to be switched on. But one of our favourite events of the year and an honour to be here in Monaco after a, a wild week in Cancun and then Newcastle, Los Angeles, Dublin... Belfast, San Francisco and Phoenix. So a massive run coming up. 
let's first of all go into this card. Joe Cordina is in a tough fight, but I mean, the one that sticks out to me is that Ram Lally and Julissa Guzman. We seen that in New Orleans, and it was incredible. Are you excited about that fight again and Ram Lally's chances? Yeah, I mean, firstly on Joe, I think it's actually a very tough fight for Joe. I mean, I think Vasquez might struggle a bit with the size of Joe Caldina. You know, Vasquez is a small super feather. Caldina's a big super feather. But I said to O'Shaki Foster last week after his win, oh, Caldina next for you. And he went, he's got to get past Vasquez. And I said, oh, do you know him? He went, I, sp- I spar with him. He went, he's tough, tough, tough man. And a lot of people felt like he beat Ray Ford, who I think is one of the top pound-for-pound fighters in America already. And you'll see that soon against Komatov. So I actually think it's a very tough fight for Joe Caldina, especially when everyone's talking about what might be next. Um, Ramler Ali, listen, massive props for her for taking a rematch. I mean, she can beat Guzman, and she was beating Guzman until she decided to start trading with Guzman. Um, she's got to be super disciplined in this fight, and Guzman will fancy her chances of another knockout. I mean, she's already said that in all her media stuff, so... I think that's a really tough, dangerous fight, but one that, you know, we respect Ramler for taking. I believe she'll come through as well. Um, look out as well for Nonshinga. I mean, our little light flyweight world champion from South Africa. Back-to-back fights of the year. Like, he is always in thrillers, and he's got a tough fight. And a good fight for Sully Sizoko as well. It's actually a really good card on Saturday night. I was talking to Nonshinga's father in the elevator this morning, actually, and he said that he thinks his son's going to, like, stardom awaits for him he said this is like his chance on the big stage do you believe that's the case in that division yeah honestly if you watch his fight on our Mexican show where he went into the Mexicans backyard it was unbelievable it was a war then we did a show in South Africa with him amazing Um, and you know Colin and the guys have done a great job for him I would actually like to see him move up to flyweight to take those bigger fights but he also wants to become South Africa's first undisputed champion so we have to move quickly, try and pick up those other belts. But I like him. I think he's a great character. I think the story is incredible. And he can really fight. And he's always non-stop action. I mean, a lot of these lighter weight guys, non-stop action from the first bell. And he's one of them. I want to touch on the Joe Cordino, Shaki Foster situation. Um, will you look to sign Shaki Foster now? Or will it be like a one-fight deal against Joe Cordino next? Yeah, we'll definitely talk to him about that. I mean, our priority is to try and get Joe to unify the division. Um, and Oshaki Foster, you know, the come from behind victory last week in the 12th round was incredible in Mexico. So, you know, he's now given himself that profile to move forward and make the Joe Caldina fight. So I'm sure there'll be a multi-fight offer for Oshaki Foster, and that would include a Joe Caldina unification. Does that fight maybe get that big night in, in Wales for Joe Caldina? Is that big enough to warrant that big night there? Yeah, I think so. I mean, obviously his profile isn't that of a Lee Wood or someone like that in the UK, but we might look to do that fight in America. You know, I think Joe obviously wants that stadium fight in Cardiff, but also we could do that fight in Vegas or New York. I think he'd have a lot of travelling fans as well. I think that'd be a great box to tick. Joe makes absolutely no secret of the fact he just wants as much money as possible. Like, he, he says it in every interview, he says it to me all the time, and I get it. You know, he's coming to the absolute prime of his career. He's not a young man. He wants to make as much money as possible. So, And he's good enough to fight anywhere in the world. So I think Joe will be looking at the numbers and decide from there where the fight would take place. What's the situation with Rocky Hernandez? Where do you go from here with him and, and what type of fight can we see him in next? I mean, 
it was, you know, his, his manager messaged me and said his heart betrayed him. And what he meant by that was not that he quit, that his heart's too big because he couldn't bring himself to hold or just run. All he had to do was survive three minutes and that was it. You know, it was over and he just couldn't hang on. He just had to go to war and he got stopped. So for me, Rocky Hernandez is an all action fighter. Great for TV. I believe he's a world-class fighter. We're bringing back early next year and then look to try and position ourselves to challenge for a world title again. But, you know, he lost to a brilliant fighter in O'Shaki Foster and he was winning the fight. I had it very tight, but I felt like he was just winning that fight and um, he'll be back and I believe he'll be world champion. Richie Lara, potentially, what's the story with him? Yeah, I mean, that, that could be a fight. Those two, Lara against Hernandez. You've also, don't forget, you've got Eduardo Sugar Nunes, who, again, had another stunning knockout in Cancun. This guy's so heavy-handed. He's going to fight Rakimov in a final eliminator, which is an absolute filthy fight. Um, so we've got a lot of uh, Mexican guys bubbling around 126, 130, and I think they're all going to be in great fights. There's been rumours that Selfa Barrett is, well, you've said he's gone on the Dublin card, but there's been rumours it's against um, Costin Ion, who lost to Akib Fias. I think he dropped Fias in that fight. Is there any truth to that? Yeah, I don't know. I think he's a name that's been mentioned. This is just a run-out for Zelfa Barrett. Um, we wanted to get Zelfa Barrett a big fight, which wasn't available um, at this point, and the fights that he wanted to take as well. But we're going to be putting Zelfa Barrett in a big fight early next year. But this is... I say a run out, still going to be competitive. That, that guy's a, a handful, but we need to make sure we keep Zelfa active. So we run him out in Dublin and then he'll be in a massive fight early next year. What is his route to a world title for Zelfa Barrett? I mean, you know, I wanted him to fight Joe Caldina. Joe didn't think that was a fight that was right for him. Um, also, there was the Sugar Nunes fight. It's a very tough fight. Um, but he just wants the biggest fights available, really. It's the same, like, I think there's no secret that a lot of these guys, are, some of them at a stage in their career where they want the big fights, they want the big money. So Zelf was ready to go into any of those fights, UK or abroad, but the key for November 25th in Dublin is to keep him active. Is there any more fights to be added to the Dublin or Belfast cards? Uh, Belfast, yes. Not Dublin. Dublin is full now. I mean, we've got a huge card. Um, you know, we've got Loads of Irish action, some really good action. Emmett Brennan in a, a really good fight. And then you've got Zelfa Barrett. You've got Sky Nicholson for the interim title against Lucy Wildheart. You've got Paddy Donovan against Danny Ball. Great fight. You've got Thomas Carty in a good fight. Then you've got Gary Cully um, against Reese Mould. Really, really good fight. Massive fight for Gary's career. And then you've got Cameron Taylor. So that's a huge card in Dublin. Um, Belfast as well. We know the four big fights on there. Selling really well through 5,000 already. Um, and there will be one more fight added to Belfast. What is that fight? I'm not sure yet, actually. Otherwise, I just would have All Irish type of fight? Mm, possibly, possibly. Or, or perhaps one of our um, our younger stars. What about the Sonny Edwards, Bam Rodriguez card? Are we expecting an announcement within the next seven days? There you sure. are. There will be at least three Brits on that card. That's right, isn't it, Frank? Sonny Edwards? Yeah. So I have to check these things. Getting a bit like Warren, aren't I? Is that right over there? Got more notes. Um, yeah. So, when are we announcing that? Okay, next week. No. Okay. With uh, Lee Wood vacating, is it likely that we'll see the comment of Ray Ford on that card? Uh, on that card, no. That fight. Well, 
We don't have a deal with Komatov, so that could go to purse bids. We'd be looking to stage that fight early January, um, which could be the return of Dimitri Bivol as well. We're just planning that now. Um, and for Lee Wood, Frank is in discussions with Nottingham Forest Football Club, looking at dates to bring him home, the big homecoming. And I think there's a very good chance that could be the Josh Warrington rematch. We're working on the dates now, and... Um, no, that's what we said we deliver for him, subject to the, the club providing those dates. That's what we want to do. If that fight happens and Michael Conlon gets the win against Jordan Gill, would you like to make that rematch with Lee Wood? Do you think that's feasible? Yeah, I think Lee Wood, Josh Warrington, um, Joe Caldina. I mean, you know, there's so many big fights out there for Mick Conlon. I think first things first, come through Jordan Gill. Mick looks great with his, his new training team, Pedro Diaz in, in Miami. And as I said, sell him really well, that fight. So that's a big night for him. And Jordan Gill's not going to be a pushover for him in Belfast. He's motivated. And Mick's going to have to be at his best to win that fight. You touched on Dimitri Bivol return, someone that's obviously very hard to match. What's the, the likely opponent for Dimitri Bivol in January? Um, I mean, there's there's three or four of them. I don't want to tell you till we get it now, but it's very difficult to match him. Everybody wants a fortune to fight Dimitri Bivol. And um, it's quite frustrating, actually. You know, you hope that, I know he's really, really good, but at the same time, you hope that people, well, it's not like they're getting offered peanuts. People would want to take the chance to try and become a world champion. But I think the industry acknowledges the greatness of Dimitri Bivol, and it's very difficult to match him. Is that likely to land in Vegas, that type of fit? Yes, it is. Moving on from that, when's the, the first quarter schedule likely to land? Normally by this time it's around about now? Yeah, I think realistically... Certainly by the Katie Taylor card. I mean, we are already in motion for January, February, March, even some events in April and May being locked in now. And, and you know, the, the plan is always to build the schedule around those key pillars, those those key moments. And, you know, for us, obviously, we've made it clear that a couple of the fights that we want to make are Lee Wood probably against Josh Warrington at the city ground. We want to make Jack Catterall against Josh Taylor as well. And then once you start locking in those kind of fights, you build the schedule around it. Some big plans in America as well. Um, but a lot of the work behind the scenes now, having locked in the schedule till December the um, the 16th, is to lock in those plans. Obviously, Ben Eubank as well. So, you know, you start locking in Ben Eubank, Taylor Catterall, Wood Warrington, and then you build everything around there. And, and you know, we're... We're already deep in those discussions. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You touched on that there, but, you know, you signed this deal with Japan. Frank done well getting that deal done. What's the story with, like, a likely headliner in Japan? Yeah, we've got a very, really interesting concept and format for Japan. It's going to be in January, and there'll be an announcement on that soon. Anthony Joshua, I know you spoke to Coogan, and it was, you know, floated with the idea December 23rd. Looks unlikely now, so will you not have a show on December 23rd? Uh, there's a small chance it could be December 23rd. A small, he wants to go December 23rd. Um, I think if we do that, we need to try and lock that in this week, really. You know, it's seven weeks this Saturday. Um, we have a venue in place if we need it. Um, we haven't yet started fully negotiating with opponents for that date. Um, there's an outside chance he could go there. I mean, look, I've made no secret. I, I think he should fight in Ghana. I think it's a massive fight. I think it's one of the biggest fights in boxing. Um, and if that fight, I don't think Ngannou would be ready for even January. So, But if that fight had serious legs for February... Maybe he waits, I don't know. You know, obviously you've got the Wilder situation, which he'll probably try and get in Ghana now as well. Um, but AJ just wants activity. He's he's back in camp and pushing us for a fight in December. Fury and Ghana, would, that, would you want to bring that to Africa for a rumble in the jungle? You mean AJ against Ghana? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it sounds unbelievable. You know, when I, when I met with Francis Ngannou, he said to me, me against AJ in Africa. Rumble in the jungle, in the Congo, you know, and listen, it's something I would absolutely love to do. Now, where does the money come from to make these guys satisfied with what they might make for that in the Middle East? Now, I don't know Francis's contractual situation with anyone. I don't know if he's bound to another fight in any particular territory, but there are a lot of people that would like to stage that fight. And obviously, Saudi Arabia would be one of the front runners because they've just experienced Francis Ngannou. It was a great event, and I think they would love to do Joshua against Ngannou. Um, it's massive, massive fight, but there's probably a lot of other territories that would like to do it as well. So I will, I have already reached out to people from Saudi Arabia and also from Francis Ngannou's team, um, and I'll do more of that this week because we need to plan AJ's career over the next 12 months. So we need to know if that fight is even a possibility before we start making our moves. If AJ doesn't go on December 23rd, does that mean there'll be no matchroom show that, that weekend? Yes, correct. Moving on as well, obviously you've spoke about Ben Eubank, you spoke to Coogan about it. Where are we at with those discussions? Will we likely have an announcement within the next seven to ten days? I think it's a very good chance, yeah. I mean, I've, I've told everybody January... Um, where we're at now is final negotiations. I think that's the only way we can explain it, really. Um, we don't have signed contracts, but we are in final negotiations to make that fight. And I believe we're going to make it. It's the biggest fight for both. But there, there is no fight out there for either that can make him this kind of money. So that's always a great start. There's a little bit of bad blood. 
there's a little bit of oh what happened last time oh I want this this time and and so forth and we get that but um, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes myself Frank um, obviously Dazone Callisal and to, to make sure we get this fight everybody wants it and I'm pretty confident you'll see it you said the Coogan it would likely land in either Spurs Stadium or Cardiff which of the two is more likely um, everything's on dates you know they're not available on the same date so that'll go down to the broadcaster really I mean they're going to be the ones putting the money up so it'll have to be a date that suits them suits the schedule um, we're happy with either stadium obviously Cardiff has a roof which is nicer in January but Spurs is London and local and um Either one would be a, a monster event. You've spoken in interviews about maybe letting fighters go that don't want to take the fights that you believe are, are right at the stage of their career. We've recently seen, you know, Fabio Wardley and Solomon Dakers, I, I believe, have both signed a deal with Queensbury. Have they both? Um, I don't know about Fabio Wardley. I know that Solomon Dakers, um, we had a matching rights position with Solomon Dakers. So what that means is, is that we can keep him if we want to keep him or we feel like the money's I say want's a bit of a harsh word because we like Solomon Dakers he had an offer which they presented to us which we said mate good luck take it ASAP you know we don't want to hold fighters back if they don't if we don't feel that they have a big future with us commercially and we don't feel and, and what I said about letting fighters go it's not just about fighters not wanting to take fights because Solomon Dakers actually was someone that was up for all the big fights but we have to look at it more commercially on the numbers and the, and the value that fighters are delivering and this isn't about Solomon Dakers this is just on a general scale um, boxing has been very competitive and everybody's been stumping up the money you know working off ego to keep fighters and and we just had meetings recently where we said look if we're going to make the best schedule if we're going to make the best fights we need to get the business right we need to make sure fighters are prepared to take the right fights but also, we can't just be overpaying fighters because you saw that with Showtime, put them out of business. So, you know, we need to make sure that, you know, and every fighter deserves to make as much money as possible, but the number has to work for us as a business as well. So, Fabio, I don't know what he's done. I've, I'm not, I mean, he's managed by Dillian White, who I haven't spoken to for three months. Um, Would you like to keep Fabio Wardler? Sure. Yeah, I love Fabio. We, we love him, you know. He's, he's been a big part of the team. He's never had a contract with Matchroom, nor did Dillian White. And that's how they want to work. Um, about six months ago, we said, we're not doing that anymore. We're not going fight by fight, because when we did fight by fight with Dillian, he ended up taking a Tyson Fury fight, and we weren't involved. So we need to look at our business as well as their business. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I know there was talks of him when he did the Wardley fight doing a two-fight deal. I don't know whether that was done. Um, but yeah, Sol Dakers, we have matching rights of which, you know, after seeing the offer that he got, we, we definitely won't be matching. You touched on the Showtime breaking down deal there. Is, is there a possibility that you add to your American stable with some of the PBC fighters that maybe don't have a broadcast deal now? <clears throat> Again, I think it comes down to the number and the value. Like We're not in a position now. When we came into the market, we were spending mad money. Right, no one had heard of Dazone. Few people had heard of Matchroom. We had to overpay to sign fighters. We don't need to do that anymore. We're positioned as the premier or one of the premier promotional companies in America. So we're there on merit. We're there on ability. But there are a lot of fighters contacting us at the moment, saying, "I don't have a date. I don't have a broadcaster. Yeah, you know, would you be interested?" And the answer is yes. 
But again, at the right number, in the right fights. What we can't do anymore, which we've done in America before, is we sign you and we give you two easy fights and then we get a big one. And we pay a load of money for the easy fights that are absolute dog shit. No one wants to watch. No one's buying a ticket for. Do you understand? So I would rather spend the money to, on that fighter to make him in a big fight on the zone rather than give him two runouts that are just a complete waste of time. So we have to be stricter and harsher. And that's what I said about losing fighters because we are having conversation with fighters where we're saying, this is the fight for you now. Oh, I just want another runout. No, no, please stop using that word runout. You just had a runout. Now it's time to fight. Because like I said, you know, with misfits and with other products in the marketplace and other sports, we have to make sure the product is right. And the product, when we, when we make great fights, the product is right. Boxing is very valuable to the broadcaster. So we mustn't make the mistakes that others have made that, you know, now Showtime, the most recent example, where people just looked at boxing and went, no, it's not, it doesn't work. It's too expensive and we're not getting the value. We, we got to change that and that's what we're looking to do in 2024. Final one from me. You got a, a bit of flack out in uh, Saudi Arabia. I think more so maybe from the Fury camp. Every time they were asked a question about you or Anthony Joshua, the reply was frozen out in the cold, that type of situation. That potentially you are out in the cold in that situation in terms of you and AJ of this whole Fury situation? Or do you think that that fight is doable within the next 12 months? I think... Um, I think we were we were definitely colder on Friday than we are now. We we're much warmer now. We're quite toasty after that performance because people realise AJ's a force in the heavyweight division. And Fury's wanted to freeze AJ out for a long time. And that's been part of the problem of making the fight. You see that from the comments. You, you've only got to look at what they say and the body language to know that they don't really want to give AJ the fight. It's like... It's funny to them that they're not fighting. Whereas for us, it's like... But they, they're they delighted that we're out in the cold. But as I said, let's be honest, after Saturday night, we really ain't out in the cold. One, because we beat Tyson Fury every day of the week. And two, because we may end up getting the Nganu fight and AJ will knock him out inside six rounds. So after Saturday, I'm, I'm pumped for the career of Anthony Joshua because I believe he's going to come back and his best chapter is yet to write. I believe he's going to be world heavyweight champion. I believe he's going to beat Tyson Fury. I believe he can beat Deontay Wilder. I know he can beat Francis Ngannou. So the future is massive for Anthony Joshua. But it's okay. We work along. These guys, they don't like any criticism. You know, for Tyson Fury to get paid all that money and not do the press conference after the Ngannou fight. Like, I've had situations with AJ. The Andy Ruiz fight, he was concussed. The doctor said, don't do the presser. He went out. He said, I can't not do the impression. It's embarrassing. Goes to do it. After the Usyk second fight, you know mentally where he was at. He broke down in tears at the presser. He still went. Never duck an interview. Never duck the situation. Now you'll see Tyson Fury just disappear because he doesn't want the criticism. He bans talk sport. He bans anyone that wants to question him. So we know he's fragile. But now we know he's fragile in the ring. So listen, I wouldn't be surprised if he retired. Honestly. Before... Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. I wouldn't, honestly, I heard Spencer Oliver say, I've heard rumblings of it. I wouldn't even be surprised. In your own mind, if I was giving you the option now of yes or no, that's the only way you can answer the question. Does Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua fight within the next 12 months? 
you're a better man. I mean, the hope in me says yes. But you just never know what this guy's going to do, honestly. Like, nothing that he does would surprise me. And listen, respect to him. Respect to John Fury, I think, fucking hilarious. Shane Fury, who, you know, I met him the other night, seems like a nice boat. Um, what they've done is incredible. But they do talk shit at times, and so do I. And if they want to call me out on that, don't expect me not to call you out on it. And when you box like you did on Saturday and you tell everyone you're the second coming of Muhammad Ali, don't expect people to, you know, you've gone over there for a cash grab and you've just got beat by a bloke that's never had a professional fight before. What do you think that comes without criticism? You've got to be bigger than that. So listen, he'll be better for the Usyk fight, I'm sure. But who knows whether it will happen. Eddie Hearn, we'll catch up tomorrow. Thanks very much, Rick. Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.